Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome back, guys. This is, is this a thing or am I crazy? Episode 9, Maritza. Yes, I'm your host, Maritza. <laughs> and I'm Leslie. Um, so, Maritza, I wanted to tell you thank you. Um, Maritza, guys, oh, Maritza got you're me. you're welcome. This, <laughs> Maritza got me a gift. She's so sweet. Yeah. Um, she got me an... It, <laughs> I, I have a... I constantly have... I'm constantly thirsty. You're always drinking I'm water. always thirsty. And I always have a cup with me. Like, always. With a lot of ice. With a lot of ice. And I already know how you want your unsweetened iced tea, extra ice with a slice of lemon or lemon wedges <laughs> or whatever. That's so, how many times I've ordered your, your drink. <laughs> so Maritza got me a really cool insulated cup and it's supposed to keep everything ice cold or hot. And it's huge and it's you can put it in your cup holder in the car because that's a big thing. And I love it. That I was trying to find like... You know, something that, because if you're carrying this cup around all, all the time, trying to keep yeah. hydrated. But, but it was so cute. Did she, I need another cup? No. <laughs> did you buy yourself one too? <laughs> yeah. Marissa has a cup problem, you guys. I do. I do. It's serious. It's like, I'm a, wait, I'm a cup hoarder. Wait, wait, I'm going to tell him how serious it is. Yes. She has cups. To coordinate with her outfits. No. Yes, you do. <laughs> okay, I kind of do. <laughs> she has this one uh. cup that is pink and bl- it has like little blue um, leopards, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's pink. Mm-hmm. And when she carries that cup, she has her pink, um, pink shoes. Her pink uh, <laughs> Apple Watch. <laughs> and her pink shoes and whatever else pink. It's a pink converse. Okay, let's just let's put the image. <laughs> yeah. Let's put the image right. And then she also has this uh, brown, like two different shades of brown, and that's like a leopard print, right? Yes, it's also leopard. Or more like a, I, yeah. I, I feel like I like leopard print, but you only do. in my cups. <laughs> I don't think I no, no you have I, have, a shirt. I have a shirt yeah, yeah. Um, I go wild sometimes and so she <laughs> she coordinates her cups with whatever she's wearing I didn't realize that and today she has a silver cup well because all my colors are nice and she's wearing a gray a gray shirt <laughs> and her pants are they're gray they're gray <laughs> Thinking. Maritza is that fancy friend that always matches. Like her nails match her her shirt. Like I seriously think that I don't do it. Think you know I've gotten that from other people. Where I think you like, do it subconsciously. I think I do. Yeah, because, because they weirds me out every time somebody's like, "Oh, you matched your top to your whatever," and I'm like, "Oh, oh, I did." Like, <laughs> I don't even realize it. I think you go. I since I've known you, you've gone through phases. Like, you'll go through, like, three or four weeks of loving this particular color. Like, yes. you've been, you went through, like, this rose gold phase. I did! <laughs> oh, my God. I almost <laughs> wanted to turn my car rose gold. Like, everything was everything rose Everything was rose gold. Yeah. And right now, you're, like, phasing out of your, you're coming out of a pink phase. Yes. And, and I appreciate that about you. You go through yeah. these, like phases of colors that you wear it and your cups like, match it's, it sounds very weird now that you're like pointing it out <laughs> it's very it's very cute i, I am a cup hoarder though for you, sure like i are. have too many cups i think it's funny too many cups for different like am i i not don't drink water that's what's crazy right what is it what's in your cup i mean no 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 <laughs> alcohol <laughs> <laughs> no but what i mean is i don't i'm not hydrated enough ever 
But yet I have cups for any type of hydration. I even have tea cups, right? I think it's like oh my cups. gosh. I love your little teacup that has the, the sh- in the shape of a dog's face. Oh yeah. That's really cute. Yeah. Um so so then you should just come out and tell our listeners that it's really not about hydration, it's about accessorizing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As long as you look cute with your cup <laughs> in your hand. It doesn't matter if you're dehydrated. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you for my gift. I love it, and I will treasure it. And I thought it was so cute. You're welcome. She put a little note on on the a little post-it note on the the cup that said, "Love your favorite." <laughs> That's cute. Because you're my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I'm your favorite podcast partner. Yes, you're, you're my only podcast partner. <laughs> you're my favorite. You're my favorite cup accessorizer. <laughs> Um, oh okay, so you, uh, it's my turn. We're, it's episode nine. Yes. Um, and you had a question last week about... <laughs> do you want to remind the listeners? No. Okay, so... That sounds silly saying. <laughs> Marissa had a, a question about what's the deal with people wearing like a red string on their wrist. Or evil eye. And, right? and, and referencing that, yeah, right? and like how people use that in some relation to the evil eye. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also brought up something called a deer's eye. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was so when I first started doing my research, I was uh-huh. really concerned because this is a question that is like it has to do with religion, mm-hmm. and I'm not a religious person. Um, I find religion super interesting. Um, but it's not really something that I've ever like been super involved in. Yeah. And out of respect for for people's personal beliefs, uh-huh. I don't want to get anything wrong. Um, <laughs> but I'm gonna get a bunch of stuff yeah, wrong because yeah, yeah. Um, so just a reminder, guys. Uh, this is for fun. <laughs> yeah, and if and if you got into it the wrong way, it's because you don't know any better. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so the red string has roots in many religions, mm-hmm. uh, but these are uh, I had to narrow it down because there were so there was so much information that yeah. I, I had to narrow it down somewhere. Yeah. So um, in Christianity, uh, in Genesis thirty eight, there is. <laughs> oh wow, we're going into the Bible. I'm telling you, this is, oh, we're and I'm I'm gonna try not. There, huh? I'm right. very familiar with the Bible. I've actually read the Bible. You're actually more familiar with it than I am, even though I hold a Catholic religion. Mm-hmm. You probably know more. I don't know that I than know I, than I do because your background is the same as my husband Peter, and he knows more about the Bible than I do, and he's not religious. Well, when I was a kid, we were. Um, we were, I grew up in a household that was, it was a little bit divided. Um, my father grew up Catholic. My mother also grew up Catholic, mm-hmm. but my mother converted to, uh, she was, she became a Jehovah's Witness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess, I, I'm not really sure, like, how bad it was between my parents as far as, like, my dad didn't seem to care. Mm-hmm. And so, and my mom wanted him to, I'm not sure. I'd have to ask them the yeah. true story. I don't want to get it wrong, mm-hmm. just out of respect for them. Um, but from my perspective as a kid, my mother was raising us as Jehovah's Witnesses. Right. Um, and from like the moment I was able to understand, they mm-hmm. were teaching me 
story, biblical stories. Biblical stories. Yeah. You have to study the Bible, right? That's like, well, you don't have to, but that's part of, right. of well, the religion. Right. And well, yes. well, when I was, when I was really young. Or the practice. Um, right. When I was really young. Wow. This guy. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> um, when I was really young, I mean, they would have, we would we would put on performances about like different Bible stories and things like that. Uh-huh. I still have a, an old book that was like Bible stories for kids. Yeah. Um, and we didn't, unfortunately when my parents got divorced, mm-hmm. we were no longer welcome. Oh, because they are very strict. Right. right. They have a very strict policy and a lot of, Things. Right, and I don't. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I out of respect for my parents, I don't really know the full story, so I won't get too much right. into that. No, no. But all of a sudden, from having like, like I used to have like extended family members, which yes. weren't really related to me, but yes. they felt like family to me, mm-hmm. and we would see them all the time, and we were always, you know, we they were babysitting us, or or we were at their house swimming, or yeah, you know, and I loved them. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them I called her grandma. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was always with us. And yeah. it was just, I really loved them a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I really loved them. And then it seemed like overnight, mm-hmm. we weren't allowed to see them anymore. And I don't really know the whole, you know. But I don't, it's, it's, it's something that's very familiar to the, to, the, to the religion. Where if something changes, they have like this thing where you can no longer be part of that person's life, right? I'm... I, I don't want to speak for them. That was right. from my perspective. It felt like, uh, okay, you're you're you come from a, a family that just had a divorce. Mm-hmm. You're no longer welcome. Right. That was my experience. Mm-hmm. My perspective might be wrong, but that's my experience. Right. Um, but I do, uh, and after that, I felt really lost for like a while. Yeah. And I as can I was imagine, as right? I was getting older, I I decided that I wanted I really wanted to find some faith, and I really yeah. And that sort of thing, it, it didn't work out for me, okay. which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a lot of respect for people who have faith or the way yeah. I see it, if it makes you a good person, That's as long as you're not hurting anybody, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but I did learn a lot about, about the Bible. Right. Um, and also as I became an adult and I learned on my own and things like that. Mm-hmm. So some of the stuff I am familiar with. Okay. Some of it though, I'm... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So in Genesis thirty-eight, um, there's the most. <laughs> there's this really bizarre story. I encourage all of you guys to look it up because you're not gonna believe me when I tell you. <laughs> um, but it's true. Uh, there is a woman who gets knocked up by her father-in-law. It's kind of like she tricks him okay. into sleeping with her. Mm-hmm. Um, she gets pregnant by him. Okay. And she is, she actually is going to, she's about to give birth to twins. And, uh, as the first one begins to come out, Mm -hmm. the midwife ties a red thread around the first one's, uh, wrist Wrist? to, so that they knew that that was the one that was born first. Right. Uh And his name was Zara. I might be saying that wrong, but Mm -hmm. biblical names always screw me up. (laughs) Um, maybe it's Zara. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Um, but right after she tied it around the wrist, yeah, the other twin pushed that baby out of the way, like back into the womb, uh-huh. and then back into the womb. Yeah, and then that baby popped out. So, so, 
<laughs> Zara is yeah. on his way out. Yeah. And the and midwife ties it. And then the and then the second twin who's who they named I don't, I got two different spellings. One was Forez and the other mm-hmm. one was Perez. Oh. Okay. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um but so that one actually like pushed him aside and so yeah. he kinda went back into the womb and then Perez came out. out. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the midwife had already tied the, the red thread around Zara's wrist, right. securing his uh, place as the firstborn, oh, right? Okay. So he's mm-hmm. the heir, right? That's yeah. his birthright. So that was like one of the mentions in, in the Bible <laughs> uh-huh. of about a red thread um, of, around somebody's wrist. Oh, okay. So in the book of Joshua, um, Rahab, I might, again, it might be Rahab, I don't know. Rahab. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she hung a red cord from her window, which was said to protect her family from the Israelites. Um, also, red threads are used in the robes of the high priest of the temple, as well as the rich and privileged, and it's used as a form of protection. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's this theme of r- a red thread or a red cord yes. or a red string as mm-hmm. protection yes. in the Bible. Um and it also made me think about, like, while I was reading this, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you're familiar with the story, but uh, God sent the plague. Mm-hmm. He was sending, he was sending uh, different things. It was like, uh, at one point, he sent the locusts um, to kill all the crops and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and at one point, he sent the plague to kill all of the firstborn sons. Oh. In, I think it was in Egypt. Yes. Including the pharaoh's firstborn yes. son. Uh-huh. Okay, you know that story? Yes. Okay, so um, in that story, uh, the believers mm-hmm. put uh, red markings on their door. I think yes. it was like animal blood or something, right? Yes, yes. And that's how God knew to pass to pass to not enter their home with the plague, mm-hmm. like not kill their firstborn. That they were yes. that they were His people, and that they should be left alone, right? Yes. So it made me think like. Okay, so here's this theme of red. Yeah. That's yeah. some form of protection, right? Mm-hmm. Um, also, I don't know if you've heard, if you've also heard, like, when there's, this is completely different probably, but when there's an eclipse, pregnant women put um, a red bow around their, their belly, or they wear red underwear or undergarments because that's supposed to protect the child from any anything happening that's super interesting i did read somewhere in my (laughs) notes it talks about okay in greece a pregnant woman would wear uh it on her arm for protection i don't think this happens anymore i'm not sure yeah um uh and in romania a pregnant woman would wear it around her middle finger um and there was somewhere else somewhere in my notes that talk about that a pregnant woman tying it or tying a red thread around her waist Mm -hmm. and it's all to ward off bad luck like all for protection. All for protection yeah. to the child. But it, it didn't have any correlation with like the moon. So okay. I'm not sure. Yeah, this is with like any I know that in our background as Mexican American or Mexican, um that is a thing. If there's an eclipse, you're definitely at the pregnant woman just for safe just in case. You know, <laughs> we don't know if it's true or not, but yeah. just in case I'm gonna wear something red or a red ribbon or something uh-huh. because that's gonna protect my baby. And yeah. If I don't, the baby can be which is the baby can be be born with any abnormality or a missing limb or yeah. It's all on this red string. Yes. 
That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. <laughs> um, in Hinduism, mm-hmm. uh, people wear threads of different colors. Um, white is called, again, I don't know if this is how you pronounce it, Janu. It signifies uh, a boy becoming a man. So a young man would wear uh, white, and that's him turning into, that's like represent, representing uh, of him becoming a man. Yeah. Uh, black keeps away the Buri Nazar, which is the evil eye. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, yellow, if you wear, oh, I'm sorry, if you wear yellow, it would uh, bring uh, happiness to your marriage. Oh. Um, if you wear orange, it brings fame and power and protection. <laughs> but red, which is called the, again, sorry, <laughs> Kalava or, or, yeah, I think it's Kalava or Kalava. Mm-hmm. Um, it brings long life and protection against your enemies. It is believed uh, that if you wear it, you carry God's blessings. Okay. In Buddhism, uh, there are many different uses of a red thread. Sometimes it's tied on the wrist during blessing ceremonies mm-hmm. to remind the wearer of whatever they've committed to during the ceremony. Like, it's just a okay. reminder. Uh-huh. It's kind of like um, you wear a wedding ring. You put a wedding ring uh, on at your commitment ceremony. Yeah. Right? Uh, which is your wedding. Mm-hmm. And then you're reminded when you're looking at that. Of your commitment. Yes, okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they're given uh, to the wearer at the end of a pilgrimage. It's a reminder of your journey. Mm-hmm. Um, in esoteric uh, Japanese Buddhism, it can symbolizes the umbilical cord or lifeline of energy that nourishes them. So it's just like a symbolism of uh, a higher power that's nourishing you, whatever oh, that okay. higher power may be. Mm-hmm. Um, it can also serve as a reminder to stay rooted in transcendence, which is the spiritual world. Yeah. So it's like a reminder that you're still that you're here temporarily in mm-hmm. this material world. Um, you are you still your spirit still belongs to this other world. So don't get hung up on money. Oh. Don't get hung up on on your possessions because okay. none of that will mean anything. When you com- when you move on to your ne- the next to your phase. next life right to the next oh. phase in your life which is trend yeah is this this is just a temporary this body is mm-hmm. nothing yes it's just a vessel for my soul oh. okay so it's like a reminder to stay rooted like hmm. don't think don't don't oh, get like hung that. up on the bullshit yeah oh that's like a Lizzo uh, <laughs> lyric right like yeah. don't get hung up on the bullshit <laughs> is it. I don't know. It should be if it's not. What's up, Lizzo? We love you, by the way. Um, um, In England, Ireland, and Wales, a red thread was tied to different parts of a body to cure things. So let's say that you broke your arm. They would tie a red ribbon around it. Mm -hmm. Or if you had some kind of growth on your, I don't know, on your leg, they would Uh tie a ribbon around it. And it was said to cure that. (laughs) I hope that's not the only thing they did. <laughs> and they were just like, yeah, yeah. Just, you broke your leg, tie a ribbon around. <laughs> yeah. sure crying. Just, just make sure it's red, though. <laughs> um, around your, if you tied it around around your neck, it was said to cure whooping cough and insanity. So if somebody was crazy, they would, or if they were perceived mm-hmm. to be crazy, they would tie a rib, red ribbon around your neck and it was supposed to cure it. Um, wow. Yeah. If you tied it around a baby's neck, it would cure their teething pain. This is all England and Wales and Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, in the late 19th century and early 20th century, there are reports in Kansas and Illinois that to stop a nosebleed, tie a red thread around your neck. Hmm. It's 
I don't know. Stupid. Is it true? Stupid Americans. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so here's where it gets complicated, because if that wasn't complicated enough, yeah. this is where it gets like really complicated. Okay. Um, I might, again, I might get some of this wrong, um, but this is my understanding. In uh, Judaism, there is an esoteric kind of philosophical tier of study called Kabbalah. Okay. And that's probably yeah. where you've seen like famous people like Madonna or whatever yeah. wearing the red thread. Um, it's the study and practice of interpreting and understanding the relationship between God and the universe. Uh, mm -hmm. So, okay, so the Torah is the first five books of the Bible. Mm -hmm. The old school Bible, or yeah. not old school Bible. <laughs> so Genesis, old. Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, right? Those are the first five books okay, of the Bible. Sure. So um, <laughs> the, the Torah, which is basically the Hebrew Bible, is mm -hmm. the first five books. Um, those books were said to have been given to Moses by God. Okay. okay? Um, there's another book called the Zohar, which is like a steady guide to the Torah. So the Torah oh, is yeah, the yeah, word yeah. of God. Mm -hmm. The Zohar is like a steady guide, right? Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's like an interpretation and a study of God and his connection to the universe and nature and energy and souls and man, like how we're all connected. Oh. Okay. So it's, that to me is more like if I were to, a religion that would appeal to me now would be yes. something more rooted in that, like something more rooted in, you know, uh, nature and energy and your fellow man, things like that. Right. Mm -hmm. And the universe. Right. How so we're all one. Right. Um, Biblical relationships were really complex. Rachel was the wife of Jacob. <laughs> Here's another one of these stories. Okay. Um, Rachel was the wife of Jacob, but she couldn't have babies, okay? Okay. For a long time, she couldn't have babies. Rachel's sister was also hooking up with Jacob and giving him babies. Okay? Oh. Back, I, I don't know. Right. I don't, I'm not judging anybody, I guess, right? <laughs> um... So Rachel's sister was hooking up with him, giving him a lot of babies. Um, and Rachel didn't want to feel... She was jealous. And she mm -hmm. didn't want to feel left out. So Rachel had a slave. Okay? <laughs> and she gave the slave to Jacob. So it's as if you gave your husband your slave uh -huh. to bone oh. so that she would give you babies. Oh. And yes. since she belonged... Since the slave belonged mm -hmm. to Rachel. Yeah. Those babies were, were technically hers. hers. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay, wrap your mind. Uh. That's yeah, it's so jacked. This whole thing's all jacked up. So Rachel gave her slave to Jacob and so those kids belonged, belonged to, her. to her. Right. Um crazy ass woman. Yeah. Um he also so that it was it this doesn't really have anything to do with the red thread, but that story is so weird. The sister also then, like to one up her, yeah, gave him her slave too. So, <laughs> so Jacob's, Jacob's basically Jacob's had, having fun. He's a, <laughs> Jacob's having a good life, right? And he's having a bunch of babies, right? Yeah. And because Rachel is his wife, Rachel is like the she's the mom. Yeah. And apparently, she was a really good mom. Okay. okay? She then, at some point, did get pregnant, mm -hmm. and she had her first son, which was jo uh, Joseph, um, and uh, she was, you know, everybody thought she was, like, this great mother, okay? okay? Um, when she gave birth to her second son, Benjamin, she died. 
Okay. Oh. Um, but she was also she was always uh, perceived as like this amazing woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rachel pre- uh, represents protection because it was her life's purpose to protect all of those children from evil. Oh, okay. Okay. So Rachel's tomb is in Israel. Uh, a red string is wrapped around Rachel's tomb seven times mm-hmm. to absorb the protection element. That string is then cut up into smaller pieces and tied onto a person's left wrist. So, so is it? But what I'm, is this something people go and do as a ritual? Like, I don't know that people go and do it, but okay. companies do it. Companies. Well, if you go online, you can find. Yeah, you can also find like um like. I want to say the website is kabbalah.org or .com or something, and I think you can get it from there, too. And this is supposed to be this string that they wrapped around her tomb. Seven times. Seven times, and then they cut it up, and then they sell it? Yes. (laughs) So so the string is tied to a person's left wrist Uh while reciting a protection prayer. Okay. Okay. The string should be tied on you by someone that you love. Okay. And knotted seven times oh. okay uh then you promise not to think or speak negatively about others or else it won't work so not only is it protecting you from bad things mm-hmm. but it, it's also you have to promise not to put those bad things out too it's like a reminder don't be a dick <laughs> yeah because what you put out in the universe you're gonna get it back that's my interpretation oh, okay 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 um so it works in both directions right yes so it's supposed to help you not set out negative energy to others. And not And it's supposed it. to protect you from the quote-unquote evil eye. Yeah. Okay? Um, the Zohar, that guide to the Torah, mm-hmm. um, says, that, says that... And I don't know if this is where this originated from or not. The Zohar is a really old, old, old book. It's not like okay. something new that somebody just whipped, whipped together. Out. Yeah. yeah. Um, like Scientology. <laughs> it's funny because I was going to say that. <laughs> And then I decided not to. <laughs> um, you. Thank you. Um, so apparently this is a, the Zohar is like a legit old, old school book. Um, okay. It says that the eyes are the windows of the soul. Mm-hmm. I know you've heard that before, right? Yes. I've heard that a million times, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if it originated from the Zohar, if that saying originated from there or what. I don't know. Okay. Um, so if someone looks at you with envy or hatred, that negative energy can be super powerful because it's coming from your soul, which is thought to be something pretty powerful. Yeah. Right? Um, so if, if, so my, if my soul mm-hmm. is looking at your soul, mm-hmm. so we're eye to eye, and I'm thinking some nasty shit about you, mm-hmm. <laughs> then you're absorbing that and it can be powerful. Uh. So it is said that this red thread... Will is supposed to help protect you from that. Oh, okay, okay. Um, you're also not supposed to take the string off. You're supposed to let it fall off naturally on its own, like over time. Oh. You're not supposed to take it off. You're yeah. Just, um, let it fall off, and then you get a new one from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you go through the ritual all over again, which is somebody that loves you put places right. it on you, and then. Right. It falls off naturally. Right. Okay. And I think that's a really nice... I do. I think it's actually... Um, yeah. Like I, I like fe- it. I feel like the symbolism is... like Because it's it's reminding you of what it symbolizes, right? Right. right. It's not necessarily that this string is so... Well, I'm saying my point of view. 
It's not necessarily that the string is so powerful that it's going to stop everybody from even, you know, giving you the evil eye or right. wishing bad up on you. But it reminds you of it. Right. It reminds you to not be a if jerk. You, if you talk to somebody about it and I see it, it's going to remind me of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, it's it's just like symbolism and... and it does, so my my stepmom was really I think I've told you the story but my stepmom was real is really religious mm-hmm. and I'm not and she is super duper Catholic mm-hmm. and she put a rosary in my rearview mirror and I left it there mm-hmm. because if it makes her feel better then that's great yeah right and and I'm thankful to her because she was thinking about it's a me. good thought right and it's, a, it's and hey if it really does work and it protects me that's great i did yeah. get in a car accident in that car so <laughs> <laughs> didn't work um, but maybe it depends how you look at it right so right. let's say you say oh it didn't work because i got in an accident in that car and i had the rosary but maybe the rosary protected you from being in a worse accident, in a worse yeah. accident or from sure. dying from it, sure. right? It's all. Like, I mean, I'm saying like she would see it that way. She right. would see it as right because you had this rosary and because I put I didn't this, die. Yeah, you, you yeah. didn't die, and it yeah. protected you from right. That. And so it's all yeah, it's all it's all so how it's you, all how you perceive it's the glasses it. half full or the yes. glasses empty, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, when you asked the question initially, you also asked about a deer's eye, yeah. and I was like, what the? I have never I'd never heard about this. Yeah. Um. In Mexico, there's a plant called a velvet bean, and it produces a seed that is an aphrodisiac, um, and it is hung on a red string. It's called, I'm going to say, my Spanish is so bad. It's, it's called a deer's eye. Ojo de venado. Yes. <laughs> um, and it's said to protect you from the evil eye. It could be worn, um, but it's usually hung on your rearview mirror. Your rear, oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. typically people hang it on yeah. the rearview mirror to protect them. Um, but you can you can also wear it. But it's kind of big. Like if you Google it, the, the yes, it's it's pretty big. It's not yeah. so. What, that's why it's so noticeable when they put it on a baby because it's, it's like huge. almost bigger than the baby's yeah. wrist, um, yeah. arm, or um, not arm, hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there are many cultures and religions that wear red string as a form of protection, and that's what I found mm-hmm. that was. Uh, that connected everything yeah it, it, it's all based up around protection so mm. you know but i did like the i did like the kabbalah the most because that's a nice thought that yeah. not, not only is it reminding you and also i think in the in uh was it buddhism where yeah. where it's reminding you of your journey or to, yes. it's a reminder of your commitment or mm-hmm. whatever it may be so it's kind of nice that thought that you're wearing whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. You're wearing something and it's always with you. And it's a reminder of who you should be or it's a reminder, you know. I, I like that aspect more than the protection aspect of it. Yes. Yeah, you know? I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, Amazon has hundreds and hundreds of options if you guys are interested. <laughs> <laughs> and if you have Prime, you can get it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so lots of places online sell it, um, but I did Amazon did have like a ton of options, and some are <laughs> said to come from Jerusalem. Uh, oh. Some others are are some are said to have come from China. Oh, some have mm-hmm. knots. Some have fancy clasps instead of like tying it on. It's more like a bracelet that you clasp. Man, on. Just money just yeah. makes everything. Um, some have like evil eye charms, like actual little uh, blue eyes. charms with a black dot in the middle. It looks like an yeah. eye. Mm-hmm. Um, and other and some have just other weird, not weird, different charms. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, so I, I don't know how protective a bracelet from Amazon can be, <laughs> um, but, but I guess it couldn't hurt, right? <laughs> yes, but it's the symbol of it. It's right. not really the item. I guess to some people, it, like, I guess to some people to it some is To some people important. it is because they wrap it around this poor woman's, uh, <laughs> her, what, what did they wrap it around her? What? Her her waist no the one that they wrap around oh, seven her tomb times. her, her tomb. tomb yeah, yeah. so they go to her tomb and they do this ritual yeah i to sell it online <laughs> right <laughs> well i think to some people that act is it's like um holy it's another water symbol. if you think about it like holy water right mm-hmm. um it's the actual act of praying over it or the act yes. of tying this red string, wrapping it around a tomb right. or whatever. Yeah. I'm sure for some people it's the act and that symbolism. But for me, I, I like the reminder aspect of it. Like yes. just mm-hmm. be a good person. Mm-hmm. Try not to feel envious of people. You right. Know, the ego because is like a big Because I think it deal. happens to all of us at any given moment where we're, being a little selfish or... <laughs> I'm super judgmental. Or judgmental yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So was... we should tie a string around your neck. <laughs> <laughs> Real tight? <laughs> Real tight. No, I, I am trying... Tra- no. as, I, as I get older, I'm like... I'm, I've been told... I never saw myself as judgmental, but I've been told and told and told and told that I am. Mostly by, like, my sister. <laughs> no, no, um, you gotta get it from somebody else. <laughs> um, but I've been told that, like, many times over. And so I'm really, like, conscious. Of, I'm trying to make this effort mm. to not be. Yeah. And so I'm trying not to be. <laughs> and so maybe I should wear something to remind me not to be. But, yeah, I'm super, I guess I am pretty judgmental. <laughs> I don't want to be. But, like... In what way? Like everything you... I don't know, but I also feel like... I also feel like my sister... I do feel like you have a strong opinion. I do have a strong opinion. So maybe that comes across as judgmental. Maybe. It could... That could be it. But I also feel like my sister is my sister, so I treat her differently (laughs) than I'm going to treat like my friends or like people I meet on the street or like Mm -hmm. people I work with, whatever. I guess I'm going to treat her differently because she's my sister and I feel like I can be absolutely 100% with her. And she's still got to be my sister. <laughs> you know what I mean? So maybe I, maybe I can come across to her as judgmental. Uh-huh. I'm working on it. <laughs> she did tell me recently, it was pretty funny, she did tell me recently that I've been more chill lately. Oh. Yeah. So she's noticing. Yeah, but You just know. need to chill out sometimes. I guess so. I guess so. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Oh, this is so interesting. I, I've... I like what I heard because, like you said, the symbolism of it is really cool. So right, like if you yeah. focus on the positive aspect of it rather than like the evil eye part of it. Yeah. Like it sucks that people. It sucks. I that think pe- things change, right? So maybe it started one way. Right. But religions and cultures and environments and everything changed the story. Right. Right, and I. But if it all symbolizes one thing, it could go back to where it originated, which is the symbolism of that, right? Right. Like, just be positive. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> there's always going to, I guess, you know, there's always going to be like, there's always going to be the evil eye. And that, yeah. a different, that comes in different forms. There's always going to be somebody that's going to be jealous of you. There's mm-hmm. always going to be somebody, or uh, turn it around. I'm always going to be jealous of people. I'm mm-hmm. always going to let my ego get in the way of things. I'm yeah. always going to, you know, I'm not, I, I need to humble myself. It's just like a reminder. Yes. You know, I need to 
just be a better person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so. Listen, if a string's going to do that for you, <laughs> and if, if people start walking around with red strings around their wrist because they're trying to be better people, that's yeah. awesome. I do think it. any kind of, like, reminder. I'm anything, yeah. yes. You know, some people get tattoos, like, um, um, who is it? David Beckham got that tattoo that said, uh, lead with love. I love that tattoo. Lead with love. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know David Beckham came up with it, or his tattoo, or is it? Yeah. But I've <laughs> said that to people, like where, um, like there, there's this woman who is a foster mom, and I don't know her personally. I just follow yeah. her online, mm-hmm. and she's a foster mom, and she does real, she does like advocacy work, and mm-hmm. she is like she's doing the hard work out there she's trying to make the world a better place uh-huh. and I was having a conversation with her and I I told her that I thanked her for leading with love yeah and like that is I want I want to be reminded of that myself because I'm I'm at fault you know right like you're human throughout mm-hmm. the day yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> um to I, I need a reminder to lead with love maybe yeah. it's not in the form of a red bracelet but it's a nice reminder. Right. It's right. a nice way to put it. So, but thank you for having right. that question because well, I thought it was, I thought this was great. like my favorite topic yeah. so far. I mean, you got into it and it was great, yeah. great information. It was yeah. interesting for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Leslie. So what is your question to me? So my question for you for next week's episode is... Mm. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm saying this right. Okay. What is ASMR? Oh, hell no. <laughs> what? Do you know what it is? Okay. Wait. Don't be... Oh, no. Okay. So, so I don't know what it is. And some trendy ass shit that's out right. there. It's some trendy shit that's on like all social media or whatever. Yes. And all I know is it has something to do with like people wanting to watch you eat. Is that right? And whisper. Oh, and whisper. And talk this way. <laughs> yes. Oh, is it scary? No, it's annoying as fuck. Okay, so I, 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 I specifically did not... I've heard about it on social media, but nobody's ever explained it to me on social media. It's just like, oh, ASMR. Like, somebody posted on their stories the other day, ASMR, yeah. and they were like eating something. I'm like, what the fuck is ASMR? Yeah, it's trendy as fuck everywhere. Oh, okay. So you know about it. Yes. So I specifically did not look it up. So that you could tell me what it's about. <laughs> I will tell you. Oh my god, you're creepy. <laughs> no, I don't know if I want to do this question. Um, Some creepy ass fetish. Oh, is it a fetish thing? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I have three feet. <laughs> what is it with people licking people's feet? Have you ever had a toes licked? No. Oh, girl, don't always are you trying? Shut Just up. Just kidding. <laughs> I've never done that. I don't know. Like, it's not the worst thing in the world it's never, to do. It's never happened to me. I, not uh, ever. I just feel like I would be like weirded out by it. By somebody licking your toes yeah. or by ASMR? But, no, oh, okay. by somebody licking my toes. I don't know. I don't know. Well, we'll talk about that later. All right. <laughs> Want to be a part of the show? Send your question to is this a thing or am I crazy at gmail.com. Or send a DM to our Instagram. And don't forget to follow, like, and subscribe. Thanks for listening. Bye.